And we are back with another Black Window Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Real First World. And this is David Malave. How you doing, dude? Are we live? We're live as a motherfucking red dot on a camera. <laughs> We're live as a motherfucking red, red dot on your IG We're story. red. We're red. Um, today is... October 22nd. I don't know why I wanted to tell you the date today, but it's a good day to be alive. Um, me and Dave are here drinking coffee. We just talked about how iced coffee sometimes makes you do more shit than you normally would on a, a day-to-day task. Yeah, no, I, I think iced coffee is kind of like the key to life, you know? It is. Um, we were both joking about how when you drink iced coffee, you instantly start like texting or calling people you haven't talked to in like three years. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, ah! I don't know. It just kicks you quicker. Um, today's episode is, um, I think we're titling finding your endurance. And I just, I don't know. I was telling Dave that it's like, we have so much shit going on right now. And it's one of those hectic, uh, production, I don't know, time frames in my life that seem to reoccur all the time, but it's just it's a lot at one point and I figured a lot of people deal with this sometimes where you put too much on your plate um, and you aren't quite sure how to deal with that. So I figured we'd talk a little bit about that and how to uh, find your endurance and be able to handle that shit and sometimes delegate and some other tips. So we'll get into that right after this intro. What's wrong with Ben? What's wrong with Ben? Why is he singing like all the time? Everything he says is in song. I don't know, man. Ice coffee. I think you're in just one of those moods, man. I'm definitely yeah, one of those I think you're singing because you're low-key stressed, and that's why we're talking about this. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what, if you ever hear the Black Widow Cream entire intro, uh, instead of just being red it's just sung to you you know something's up i am tired i'm stressed zits are starting to pop out on my face i realized i showered too quick and didn't shave my face before that and i hate that because i shave before i shower and that's always a bummer and so it's just one of those motherfucking days weeks it's been a month actually um we've just had a lot going on at black window cream um and then all of a sudden just random randomly starting to pile production jobs on top of everything that we have going on here and it's making your boy a little crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But we've done a lot. I mean, we went to, fuck, man. We went to Sacramento. Then we went to Portland. All this shit's documented on the YouTube channel if you haven't seen those videos. P- Portland, Sacramento. We did three contests back to back to back. We went to Las Vegas, which we're about to drop that video probably what the end of the, probably sometimes week i mean shit i don't know thursday friday i don't know so there's another video that's gonna come out that highlights our vegas trip where we flew in helicopters drove a half million dollar car uh all over vegas hung out with king chip the rapper um we did a bunch of shit went to life is beautiful festival saw a great chance the rapper performance great post malone performance uh then direct i directed this shit for the sims with Kieran and Shipka. Um, she's like Sabrina the Teenage Witch on Netflix right now. I need to watch that show. I haven't watched the show yet. 
But I watched the trailer and shit looked way different than I thought it was going to be. Did you ever watch Sabrina when you were? Yeah, I remember Sabrina. My cousin loved Sabrina, so I would watch it, but I never really watched it, watched it. Yeah, like, but I of course thought, you know what it is. Yeah, I thought right? it was going to be like that. Right. And then I was like, all right, so we're doing this. And then it's a spinoff, though. It's not like directly, right? It's what's yeah. it called? Some it's like uh, The Adventures of Sabrina, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's way like more moody, like right. way more moody cinema. It's like super, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's it's by the same people that did that show Riverdale, and I think Riverdale's supposed to be like the dark. Like it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I haven't even watched it yet, but the trailer I seen, it's pretty good. Um, but she's really dope, she's young as fuck. She's been acting since she was like six. She's like nineteen or something crazy like that. But she she killed it. So we did a bunch of shoots with her, or like a shoot with her, and then uh, created a bunch of like social rollouts for The Sims. They just released, uh, like, I I didn't honestly play Sims when I was a kid. Did you play Sims when you were a kid? Yeah, I told you. I played Sims. All the time? I played Sims. I played a lot of Sims at one point in my life. But back then, it was like you just bought the game, and that was the world you played in, right? Now, with the ability for them to like do updates on the fly, that's yeah, how... It no, I, it's, yeah, I think it's like you would buy like Sims 3, and you'd put it in your computer. Right. And then, and then that was like the game you played. So now, the way Sims works is like they can update Sims with new worlds. So what we shot content for was a rollout, a campaign rollout to promote realm of magic which is like um just a magical world that you can go into as a sim and you can be a witch and you can cast spells and do all this shit and kunin is sabrina so they collaborate with her and so we wanted to like create a bunch of assets for that uh which was really dope because it was like you me we went uh darren and adam the interns they pulled up with us kavika um and i had like come up with a couple ideas and um and dave and then we like went there and how many what we shoot for like four hours we didn't have much time yeah it was four hours four hours we got some some time to prep but we had a bunch of different deliverables that we had to accomplish um because it wasn't just the realm of magic they also have this universities pack that they just released today while we're recording this episode this release this where it's now you can go to college so we also shot stuff with kiernan about university and her you know what she would do if she went to college all this stuff so all that stuff's going to continue to roll out but it's been a ton of assets it's tons of deliverables it's me sending it to kavika asking Kavika to do certain VFX. Kavika sends it back to me. I give him notes. He sends it back to me. Then I send it to the client. Then the client hits it back to me with notes. And then the client sends it to Kiernan. And Kiernan gives notes. And then, so it's like a lot of back and forth. Like if you see these email chains, it's hilarious because it's just like tons of EA people. Ton, you know what I mean? Me just going back and forth like 150 messages across like three different email. It's so, it's a lot. But then on top of that, now developing some content and prepping to go to Miami to shoot some shit for Need for Speed. So there's like three shoots technically out of this one goal for that. And so that's coming up. And I go to Iowa tomorrow, Thursday, to uh, speak at my university. So I'm speaking there. And if you're, in, if you're listening to this right now, you're welcome to come if you're from Iowa. <laughs> Please pull up. It's free, free to the public, I guess. I didn't know that. And I just found out that that room's pretty big, even though I went to college there and sat in that room too. I just didn't realize how big it was. I thought it was only like 400 people. I was like, eh, I could speak to 400 people. And then I looked it up and it's 2,000. And I'm like, damn, if 2,000 people come. Do you think it's going to be sold out? I don't know. I mean, this podcast bangs so you, hard, you, you never gonna, know. You're going to come out and like. <sighs> Everyone's just like, ah. I got, I got streamers and CO2 <laughs> and shit. Just <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? What if I do that shit and then it's only like 30 people? You, pay, you, you spend your whole rate on like a CO2 yeah, package? 
streamers. I'm just like walk out a silly string. I was like, like <laughs> I, I, you, you say make a joke and then you just like have confetti. <laughs> <laughs> it's the opening joke. What's up, guys? I just flew in and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> It's a joke my dad used to say all the time. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, I'm going to speak at my college and then I got a workshop that I got to teach there and that's, I'm just telling you everything that's going on. Dave's listening. I'm just venting right now. Yeah, it's venting. This is like therapy right now. Yeah? <laughs> uh, you got a workshop that I have to do right after the keynote. So I got to speak to a bunch of people for like an hour and then do like an hour and a half key, uh, workshop. So I've been building that while now bringing on these shoots. I was supposed to fly to New York to go to a rapper's house. I can't tell you who it was, but go to this rapper's house potentially tonight. And honestly, it might still happen. It's 3.40 p.m. and I might still get the call. It's like, hey, yeah, go to his house in New York. So I'll literally fly to New York, shoot the video, fly right back, then fly to Iowa the next day because I have to get Lauren and the cat. Lauren and the cat. (sighs) Yeah, man. And then maybe go on tour with Q. I don't know. There's a lot of things I'm doing right now. Mm Mm-hmm. But anyway, while I was thinking about it, yesterday, the stress that was happening to me was so heavy that uh, I laid on the ground over there for like 10 minutes. And then at one point for about three hours, I felt like there was this red line that like outlined my face. And then I thought everything in it was red. Like my face felt boiling hot because there were so many things where I'm like, why am I doing all this shit right now? You know what I mean? And I was like, fuck, what do I got to do? So what did I do? Because I feel like that's what this morning roast is for. That's what we're about to get into. <laughs> what did you do, Ben? Uh, I went out fucking side. Right. <laughs> I went outside, got coffee downstairs, and uh, I don't know. I just like stepped away for a second and then just kind of was like told myself like, what else are you going to do? You already signed up for all this shit, so you got to figure it out anyway. That's what I feel like that's first is right? accepting that there's no going back now. There's no going back. You're, you're in it. You Number two, it. you remember when I texted you, I was like, this is what I do when I'm boiling over is mm-hmm. like the first thing is you have so many things on your mind. People don't, I don't think everyone does this, which is literally, I call it a brain dump. I do it all the time. Just a brain what? Brain dump. Dump. Yes. It's just a funny word, but it's like you take literally everything on your mind. What are you worried about? What do you have to do? What are you, what are you concerned about? Like what things are you still waiting for? Whatever the, whatever it is and literally write everything out. on a note sheet or on a notes app or Trello or wherever. And I find that that first, like the, it's all these thoughts in your head, just like boiling up and you're thinking about 10 things. And when you look at it all on a page in terms of like what you have to do, and then at least it's like containable. You're like, okay, this is, and now you see it. And then it's about like structuring it and creating a plan of attack. Right. I did. Yeah. You told me that. And I did start doing that. And I, I, uh, it's like when you, you know, you put your main, Oh, I need to do this. And then I need to like, and there's 10 things under that and then tab. And then, then there's 10 of those. And then those broke off into like five things. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Right. But you got to do all that. I did. You still break it all the way down. Yeah. It does help. I think, uh, to do that. And we do that when we're in here trying to plan for certain things too. It's like, we know we have, honestly, we have these sticky notes full of shit that we've had on them for like a year, probably more than a year of things we want to do for black window cream but we had to put it on another board because we knew that that's shit that we can only do later once we do the, the more important things that are here. And so it helps to be able to like divide and conquer or, you know, kind of prioritize like what's more important or what needs to be done for this to happen quicker or whatever. I don't know. And that, right. that makes a lot more sense. And I think it also comes down to me like 
as the shoots are getting closer or as certain things like yesterday, it helped a shit ton for me and Dave. When Dave came to the office last night, uh, I had already been in here and I was watching, I wanted to watch a couple of speeches cause I'm like, all right, what, what do other people do? Like, I just want to see like what the vibe is. Like I've seen public speaking before I've seen keynote speakers speak and shit, but I wanted to look at what other people were doing. So I was watching a few and I was getting a couple ideas like, Oh, that's cool. That's a good way to like segue from this to this and, or skip over this fatty part and not, you know what I mean? Not talk about that shit. Mm-hmm. And then we sat down and we started brainstorming and then you were like, yo, I think what could be cool is X, Y, Z. And it kind of helped me to be able to not like, you know, my story, right? So mm-hmm. to be able to hear it from someone else, like what is interesting to you of what I could do in a speech, help me be like, Oh yeah, you're right. Duh, I didn't even think about that part. Like it would make total sense for me to segue into this here and use this as like a, an entire talking point for 20 minutes in the thing. Right. When I'm just, I know my story, I know my whole story. And sometimes you forget a lot of shit, you know what I mean? Like, And I feel like another thing too is like when you're dealing with so much stress, like you, it's hard to like just handle it all on your own, mm. right? So like be having someone to like vent to or like bounce ideas off of, I feel like can like, release some of that energy because even me you were locked up here probably like going cuckoo all day and i pull up and at least you have someone to like i'm like yo what's up He's, you right. have all this stuff done and you get to tell me i'm doing this this blah 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 and then you get to have someone to like bounce it off of right i think another thing too is like yesterday you have so many things on your plate i'm here and i'm like yo what can i take off your plate like is there anything i can help you totally. with and then you think okay i can delegate this i can delegate that and that way it's like you can kind of like compartmentalize and like, you know, you have like 50 things to do over here, but like for these next two hours, I'm gonna focus on these two things. Yeah. Which I feel like is the hardest thing when you're like enduring so many projects is like compartmentalizing, like you can't accomplish everything at once. So how can you like put everything on like hold, even though it's like pressing right? and knock a couple things out and then go back to and that. then take that and, and right. put it here, you know? Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I, we talked about it before too, about the idea of like, the importance of a team and being able to delegate and, and being willing to let certain things go. And we talk about that all the time. And so in these situations, it is just to reiterate like how important it is to do that because where you can come in and say, what can I do? And I'm like, do please do these three things. I need you to do these three things and, and we'll get it done or whatever. And then that sped up the black one cream bullshit or that helped with what I don't even know what we worked on last night, but being able to do that or to be able to text, Nico and be like, yo, can you do this real quick and make this handled? Or even the dude, the, um, Michael, who I just shout out to that dude, Michael, he's going to shoot, uh, in the field episode of the speech thing, but like just him having made a promo for my speaking thing, I don't have time to do that shit. He was able to do it. And I never even asked him about it. He just texts me like, yo, uh, what if I do like this or whatever and show me a video? I'm like, damn, that's hard. Yeah. I'm gonna post that. I'll post that tomorrow. Like just, it's a cool thing to promote that I'm coming back to my university to speak, which is wild having people that are a able to see the future, you know what I mean? Almost predict or just like, yo, you probably need this. I'll take care of that for you mm-hmm. without asking or being able to have people you can lean on to be able to like, yo, can you do take care of this and this and this? Ha- if you don't have that, you will bottleneck your shit and then your shit will perform at a lower level. You know what I mean? Thanks. So be able to discover your team. If you want to call it a team, click whatever the fuck your squad like having those people or even even if you don't know them even if it's people you have to pay like i remember when we'd work on our documentaries and we'd be like shannon shannon started i mean go go back before i even working with shannon when i was doing mary and chris's doc i was hand typing out transcripts of 
the interviews. Every interview we did, it was just like, I was writing it all out. So that way I could do keyword searching and find certain, you know, whatever. And then Shannon was doing it on our Lewis House doc and she's editing. We're doing, we're directing, me and Andrew are directing and we're doing a bunch of other shit. And then she'd be in there and she's handwriting them all again. And then it's like, by that point, technology is advanced and they have websites where you can literally like submit the audio clip and they'll transcribe that audio for you for like, not much money, but it made more sense for us to say like, yo, let's do that. Let's give them the job, hire them to do that so that they can transcribe. So you can focus more on editing right now. Like right. these three hours that you're going to spend typing out two interviews is way more crucial for you to be cutting the actual project. So therefore it would cost us only like this much money to, I don't even remember how much it was, but to invest in that. And so being able to have the ability or to spread, cause a lot of people look at it Oh, like I, I got paid like a thousand dollars for this job. Like it, should I give a hundred bucks to a transcriber to make, you know, this go by quicker? Fuck yeah. Because then if you now don't have to type that shit up, say that's a realistic thing, thousand dollars for a job. Mm-hmm. You shot a bunch of an interview or three interviews or whatever, and it's going to cost you a hundred dollars to get transcribed. So now you're walking away with $900 at, uh, before tax. It just saved you. Say it saved you five hours of work because it takes fucking forever to handwrite this bullshit ass thing. But now having the transcribe, you're able to fly by, cut your shit. It's way easier to figure out what you have. You're able to cut things out, put it around. It makes you piece together your story better, blah, 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 blah. But you were able to shave off five total hours by spending a hundred dollars to get that done. Now you have five hours that you can get the job done sooner or five hours that you could spend getting another job that's worth another thousand dollars. You know what I mean? So you could potentially make money during that time that you saved. And that's like one of the most key things, you know what I mean? Right. And your brain chills. We've talked about that a bunch. Um, but also I feel like that part has to do with like prioritizing time too. So it's like knowing what's the most, what's the most impactful thing I can do with this time. Cause like you can spend, you could spend like five hours like typing out, but that in terms of like the entire project that might not even get you that far. Cause you haven't finished the edit or you haven't finished like, this pulling selects or whatever it is, right. you know? And so like, you're like, will I spend five hours doing that? Or will I get further today on my overall goals? If I put that on the back burner for a second and take on this part of the project mm-hmm. and then that'll pay me on hold. And then I can come back to this. Right. I feel like another thing that I was noticing yesterday too. And I was thinking about it when we t- thought of this topic is like knowing what's in your control at certain moments and what's out of your control and using that to like space out your time. For example, you have a speech, you hadn't, you hadn't, uh, you were, t- yesterday you spent most of the day not preparing for it because you're working on all the other shoots. You had to come up with a bunch of decks, pitches, all this stuff, right? And then, but there's a point where you've created it and you sent it off and then you no longer can do anything else until you get a response or until right. it takes, it's got, it gets taken up the chain. And so in that moment, you, you have to like almost coach Reset. your brain to be like, okay, that's on hold. I need to, can't worry about that right now because it's out of my hands whenever it comes back, I'll deal with it, but that's on hold now. Now I need to shift my brain, stop thinking about that, even though it's stressful and focus on the speech. Right. You know what I mean? And being able to like put your mind in like those gears. I feel like that's a challenging thing to do. Like to act. And I think a lot of people ask that question. Well, how do you do it? Cause it's hard for me to stop thinking. Like if you spent all day editing something and you send it off to a client, you're still thinking of an edit. Your mind's consumed about it and you want to watch it over and over again and you're thinking about little things. But you could pre-plan and say, oh, do you know what's gonna be great? I'm gonna spend seven hours editing this whatever. And when I finish the edit, that's like my finish line for a break. 
you look at it like that. Like you might take breaks in between your seven hours, whatever. But like when I hit seven hours or once I've completed that job, I can take a quick break to switch and I can, I'm already planning that. It's, it's not like it's my day's done. You know what I mean? Some people look at it like when I finish this video, my day's done and it's awesome. And I can go fucking sit outside or smoke weed or do whatever. But you can finish that job and just already know you have to change gears and be mentally prepared to switch transition. And maybe it's like, yo, I need to switch. But before I do, I'm just going to watch like a fucking f compilation video of people eating shit on a skateboard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just need 10 minutes. Like I did today. Like I got here and I started working. I had a call this morning with still uh, the sim stuff, did all that. Then I have a list of things I need to deliver to them, but it's not like super, super like get it done now. So when I got here, I had to um, start all the stuff for the Dutch bros and I'm like redoing a bunch of After Effects shit. And then I just took a break and figured out that I can fucking play Apex on the PC. <laughs> <laughs> and I started, I downloaded it because I just want to see if the Xbox remote could hook up to the shit and it does. I'm like, oh my God, this is so dope. And I started playing and as soon as I started the game, I'm like, I'm fucking wasting time. Like I have so much shit I have to do, but I'm like, nah, like play, play, play one game, like play for 10 minutes or however long it takes to play one game because like I needed to chill for a second. Right. So I already started off the day, woke up, I knew I couldn't go to the gym this morning because we worked out or worked late. So I woke up late. So I skipped the gym again. I already know I'm probably not gonna go to the gym for another like two weeks because of this next like hold all this shit I have to do. Right. And so I woke up, went straight to a phone, literally showered phone call for like an hour, ate my breakfast, hauled over here, started working right away. And I'm like, all right, I just need to pause for a second. And that pause literally reset me. I've been working since then, mm -hmm. but it for a moment I was like telling myself I'm inappropriate for fucking taking a break. <laughs> And I don't, I think you need to all know that that's okay to do. You know what I mean? Like 100%. you're not in the wrong, like I look at it like I'm playing video games. It's such a waste of time, but that's just, that's an avenue for me to tar literally only think about killing the other apex legends or whatever <laughs> and getting all the loot and shit. And I, my brain stops. I'm not thinking about things I need to get done. I'm not thinking about my list. I'm not thinking about, I can come back to that as soon as I'm finished. Right. We talk about this in the episode about creative burnout too. Right. It's like, it's like you can keep working. For example, I think it's another thing too, uh, going off this topic, is like also knowing when you need to stop and go to bed. You know what I mean? Cause like right. you have enough work, we have enough work. We could have, I mean, I did stay up till 4 a.m. last night, but like, which I don't like. But then today I'm, I'm, I'm beat in the morning. I came in late, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? But like knowing when it's time to like, am I, to, to go home and stop, am I gonna be more productive if I keep working or if I come back, reset and get here eight in the morning or whatever. You right. know what I mean? Cause right. it's like the same thing with what you were talking about. You can keep going, you can keep working, you can not take a break. But like, if you're having diminishing returns on your like mental energy, then your work's gonna suffer. Yeah. Even though you have a million things to do, you only have so much energy. So it's like, at some point you need to say, okay, I'm, I've done enough for today. But you know, obviously it depends on the, the deadlines and stuff. Cause sometimes right. you just have to pull all nighters, which is fine, but. That's but it also important. helps. It also helps. I think like as you, if you're say you're, you know, you're in the same situation right now and you're trying to figure out, you're trying to build your brand, your business or whatever it is, you're trying to just be creative. It's like having those people around you that you can lean on for help or lean on for assistance or whatever it may be like asking people to do, like, that's why we give up so much time to our homies and everyone that we collaborate with. Like, Oh, you need someone? No worries. I'll be there. Like how many times have I done that shit? A million times 
just to help out with someone else's need or whatever it is or oh man i'm struggling to get this fucking thing edited in photoshop i can't figure it out yo just send it to me i'll do it real quick because i know what to do and i can solve your problem so you don't have to waste your time doing it it's not like i need money i don't need any of that shit but having that it's like you're building your community of the people on in your inner circle that you all know it's like a, a very fair trade to be there for each other and help each other grow because the the bigger picture is way more important. You know what I mean? Right. Like Kavika, I hit Kavika yesterday. I'm like telling him all the stress of like whatever I got for this need for speech shit. And it's like, all right, so here's like a couple of things I already came up with. And he's like, oh, cool. Like, yo, even if you shoot those, like if you're busy that night, like as soon as you shoot them, send them to me and don't even, you don't even have to edit the raw shit. Like I'll just try to build it the way you'd want to build you don't even have to worry about it. I'm like, oh yeah, but you don't have to, you know, it's not very VFX heavy. It's like a waste of your time. He's like, no, I don't give a fuck. Like I'll help. Like whatever you need for your help. Like he knows I'm losing my shit, but Mm -hmm. by doing so, it's like we're building a better relationship with the company. We're building better content that we can release. We're solving problems by turnaround times being quicker because now I'm elevated by his assistance and that or whatever, Mm -hmm. or he can sit in it for a little bit and come up with something I didn't even think about with the footage I had. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's just so key to have on deck for a fact hmm. if you guys i'm interested if you're listening right now and you're on at least youtube go to youtube and tell us in the comments like what you do in these situations because uh i think everyone's path is different or everyone you know deals with it differently but i feel like we always do this shit where we always have a million things we got to do and it seems like you can never catch up right like our list is it's fucking annoying to me actually because our list is so long we are like just today uh I don't know what you said. It was something about the fucking podcast or something. And it, right away, I'm like, ah, oh, I know we need to we need to do that to solve that problem. But we don't have time to do that. You know what I mean? Like, right. our list is too long, and there's always too much other shit that comes in between it, and it's stressful to deal with, and it's just a thing that we have to, like, it is what it is. But what's cool is to know that a lot of that shit can continue to get solved as we grow, as we learn how to build Black Widow Cream as a business that could afford to hire people to do certain things that solve those problems where it's like, oh, we don't have to think about that anymore. We have a person that does that because it's not just you and me bashing our head against a fucking wall. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm sitting here in the morning like, oh, I gotta do all this stuff. Uh, Dave, we need to record more in roast. We need, we should probably record two. Fuck, I'm like, oh my God, it's gonna take an hour and a half. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like, I was stressed out thinking about having to do this shit. <laughs> right. It's crazy. I feel like one thing I wanna end on with the with your situation and all this is like, um and tell me your opinion on this. You know how the saying goes with uh, confidence comes from repeated action? Where Say it's it like, again, I tuned out. Confidence, <laughs> confidence comes from repeated action. Confidence comes from repeated action. Right, so like in these moments, right, you're stressed the fuck out to the, to the top. Right. But you've been in these like type of weeks before and come out on the other side like with all, all the jobs you've done in the past. Mm-hmm. So there's this little, con- there's this confidence in your mind. On a, even though it's like super, super stressful, you know that you're going to get through it. Facts. So it's like that confidence comes from doing it a bunch of times. And that I feel like is something that you're always trying to lean on when you're like in those moments of true crisis, you feel like I can't do it. You're like, you know that it's going to be shitty. It's just like college and stuff. You have fi- like six finals in a week. Right. And you're like, you're in hell, but you know that you always come on the other side and you're always fine. Mm-hmm. And when you think, I think like that can help kind of ease some of the like anxiety or the stress is like you, you just stick to the process, do everything you possibly can to prepare for everything you're going to do. And then there's the little bit of instinctual, like ability that you have to just pull it off in the moment. Right. You even talk with like Andrew, 
Sandler, he like he he told a story one time in Black Widow Cream of like uh, his that time on set where he had that music video and the the artist was pulling up and nothing nothing was set dressed and he like basically did it all by himself in a day and like didn't back down and it turned out amazing. Yeah, but like he's been in those like same day pull it out of our ass, uh, you know, like make it turn out like with nothing. Well, because the reality is that if you don't someone just doesn't like you right <laughs> you know what i mean like it actually isn't the end of the world if it fails we all tried our best some you know what i mean but the worst feeling is knowing if i fuck this up that person won't ever come back to me again to do that again they'll tell this person blah 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 so that's the fuel that's like what you're literally putting in your engine to be like all right that's literally what I got to run off of is knowing that I got to get away from that ever happening. Right. And also you're, you, you, we all have pride in our name too, you know? Fuck yeah. Like, have, I mean, yeah. You have, you have pride in like, in like knowing that you're a person that people can count on. If Andrew didn't do what happened was his art director backed out or something like right. la, like literally the night before. So the next day him and a bunch of people grabbed a bunch of shit and redecorated this room on their own from that's not his job and he did it and got it done because there was no time to get anyone else there was no, nothing could be done except for him hands on figuring it out right. and that's off the tip of like I could be um, uh, you know a queen and just sit here and be like no I don't need it like that's someone else's job and then you have to like apologize to people but no matter what if you would have if you would have fucked that up then whoever that artist was would I think it was Diddy's kid or some shit yeah I was thinking Sean Combs or, yeah it was, no. Diddy, it was Sean and like he would tell Diddy and then Diddy would tell everyone and then everyone knows that Andrew's not the guy to work with because he can't even fucking set dressing room or whatever. Right. And Andrew didn't let that happen. That's the reality is that that's what would happen if it fails. But what I think is cool is that it, it's like this repetition of like you've been put in these in the hot seat so many times mm -hmm. that you get really good at being in the hot seat. Exactly. I am good at being in the hot seat and I've been doing it ever since I said yes. And it would be a low key jobs. Like it wasn't anything I'm what I'm dealing with the magnitude of projects I'm dealing with now. Mm -hmm. It goes back to literally being like, Hey, could you shoot? Uh, I remember coming here and I had to shoot for this restaurant. Could you shoot our beers? Because we just came out with new beers. And I was like, yes. And I remember like, Oh, I've never done product photography. I don't have the lights and I was all this shit, but I'm like trying to figure out what's the best way to shoot natural light beers, blah, blah, blah. I'm like looking at examples, all this shit. And I figured it out and I made them look great. And it was like, that pressure was so high. That pressure is just as high as the pressure I'm under now. It's just a different curve. So we're always under it, but we have that's our job is to say yes to all kinds of shit and see what the fuck comes out of it, but just to try your hardest and figure out how to obtain, you know, the best results with what you're doing. But I also think when you when you're in it, no one else knows you're worried. Unless now you have a podcast and you're telling all this shit in the middle of dealing with the client. Now Kosi probably knows that I'm <laughs> stressed yeah. out. So Kosi probably knows if you listen right. to the podcast that I'm stressed. But when I talk to him on the phone, he's assured that everything is being handled well, that I want to murder this shit. Yes, right. murder it. Like it couldn't be going any better. But when I get off the phone, I'm like, it couldn't be going any better because I know all the things I have to do and I know I can do it. It's just a lot of work. You know what I mean? Right. And in those times it'd be easier to just be like, Hey man, I'm t I, I, you know, I need a day. I just need to chill today. I can't do this shit. Like I need another week and a half or, or more money or this and this and that. And then you just start creating these excuses and someone's gonna look at you like, fuck this person. Like I'm never gonna work with this person again. They told me yes and now they're telling me no. Right. You can't do that. And you can't show up and go weak. Right. So you get, you do what you gotta do. And that you know takes I mean? us full circle to the first thing we said, which is like, which I was like, you know that there's no going back. Like mm -hmm. you're already, you so once you say yes, you gotta stick to your word and that's like also, you know. Yeah. I feel like it all comes down to like, 
everything we just said, but the methods that we were talked about throughout the episode of like being able to compartmentalize, being able to delegate, being able to like so key. Uh, understand what's in your control, what's not, all those things help you like metabolize all the information you you need to like handle so that you actually don't go insane. Right. Cause like, I feel like in moments you could actually like, you can't sleep cause your, ma- your brain is just running like crazy. And then you wake up, you're immediately stressed. You don't, you're not eating, you're drinking mad coffee cause you're just like, you can't think. Well, our microwave actually stopped working today. So we had to buy. I know, and I'm hungry. Damn. I know. See, we're not eating. We're just drinking coffee. Uh, let's get to, this is good. Let's get to the uh, thing. The question of the day brought to you by Patreon members. Uh, if you're a Patreon member, you can ask us a question that we will read and answer on the motherfucking morning roast. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I got a, a solid ass review from iTunes on iTunes. Um, that I'll get to in a second. But yo, if you're listening, please listen to me. Where I have we have like 176 uh, fucking A1 ass reviews on iTunes. Okay, that shit helps other people discover our podcast. If you're listening to this, please, it would take you five seconds. Hop off of whatever you're doing, get on your computer or get on the fucking phone and go to the iTunes app and just go to our podcast. Scroll all the way down, click that motherfucking five star, and then type out a review. We'll send you stickers in return. We're picking out uh, fire ass reviews every single week, but let's at least hit 200. You're listening to this. I I know you're listening to this shit. We know we, we got enough downloads for it to be more. Yeah, than, we know we know there's a lot of you listening and people. very little of you interacting with our shit. Okay, <laughs> so please go leave a review because that shit helps us grow. That's all we ask. Keep enjoying this free ass motherfucking inspirational shit that we do every week. All right, let's get to the question of the day. Question of the day is patreon.com/slash well, cream if well, you want to get well, asked a we'll just take this one because we are piggybacking off this question i mean of this topic we talked about today how do you stay motivated when it feels like everything is trying to slow you down example computer (laughs) crashes hard drive corruption money problems seems like adversity builds character but not necessarily a career Hmm. damn well i feel like our 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 episode answers that a lot 100 percent. so sorry it's kind of bum ass version i feel like what what, one 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 thing i might say to this too and this is just a mindset thing me and people are different with this me like i'm a person that's like i'm never going to be like why is this happening to me even when shit's happening to me it's like i'm i'll be i'll in, be inclined to think like something i'm doing is is the reason why the things are happening to me you know what i mean Doug, almost I, every time i say of course it's happening to me like right. if it's happening to you and it's gonna like and you're gonna do it that means that you're built to handle that shit Right. Who, who, it's not going to happen. If it happens to the weak person, the job's not going to get done. So they're never going to hire that person to begin with. Right. You're the person that's going to, oh my God, my computer's crashing. Guess what? Four miles away, Apple store. Go buy one, return that motherfucker two days from now, get yeah. the job done. That's <laughs> another thing I think is too, is, is, is a valuable type of like mental framework is like, n- not only when all these things are happening to you and you're like, why? And then you sit there and you're like, why is this all happening to me? Like, and you break down. It's like, no, I have four problems. What are four solutions? Like immediately, you That's know, why and engineers and are so sick. Exactly. Because they're always thinking like analytical based. They're not, it's like, okay, this happened because X, Y, Z, the right. solutions to X, Y, Z are ABC. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is the way to get there. And Just like, think like a motherfucking uh, <laughs> Amazon person. Shout out to Zach though. Shout out to Zach though. <laughs> um, all right. I want to read the, the fucking thing. The, this iTunes review is by make yours known. Listening to black window cream is like having, a, oh no, this is an old one. Sorry. Ah, uh, I copied the wrong one. Damn, joke's on me, man. My bad. Joke's on me, man. Where did I put it? We can just go read it. 
Oh yeah, I guess I can just do what I asked you guys to do is just go there and check it out. Um, while I'm looking this up, I appreciate anyone that does leave a review for our on our channel. Another thing cool. is we're gonna we have another inf in the field coming out very soon. We're very excited for it. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Tell them about it. So we have another in the field episode with Daniil Lewis. He's chain smokers photographer, and we had our boy Nikos um, go out there and film. Uh, behind the scenes of him shooting their their arena tour show at United Center where the Chicago, Chicago Bulls play, pretty sure. And it's he killed it. It's United fucking Center. sick. United Center, excuse me. And um, he took us through his day, how he prepares for these shows, especially in these in these big venues. How he plans out like his shots so he can get these massive uh, production shots. And he t he shows us behind the scenes of of their their tour team and. All this shit is really dope. I'm really excited for it. So we're gonna keep doing more of these. 2020 is gonna be. We really want to tackle these and make them each time better and better. But Nico set a bar on this one. So yeah, get ready for that one. That one. And so dope. if you're waiting for that and you're listening to this today, make sure you go check out our in the field with Levi Turner on our YouTube channel. And also we did a music video breakdown with Cal um, for Cal Cal uh, Shapiro's music video. He was on the podcast that Kavika did and Michael Bryan did, so go check this out. All right, so this interview, or this uh, review comes from Mark Dabu from Vegas. He says, what separates Black Window Cream from the rest of the podcasting groups are that are, they are geared towards the creative business industry is that Ben and Dave not only share their experiences from working in the field, in the field, but they bring on guests whose knowledge and experience is just as valuable in their own right. And these guys have a sh shot for Beyonce and Jay-Z, yes, true. Whether you are on an iPhone shooting your way up or on the set with a red, you always find a diamond to take away information. I feel like I read this once before. <laughs> no, I don't. I haven't heard that one. Before. All right, cool. Actually, uh, I don't know. But regardless, it's a fire. Regardless, anyway. that's fire. Right, right. Trust me, these guys are the real deal. We appreciate that, Mark. Shoot us a DM on Instagram. We'll, so we'll we see. We'll see if we actually did. Send, send us your address and everything. We'll send you stickers unless we've already done that. Uh, someone else can just tell us that that's them and we'll send it to them. <laughs> appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Make sure to leave a review. We really appreciate that shit. Subscribe, do all that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Share this shit out with all of your friends that you think are creative junkies and need to hear stuff like this because uh, we're trying to grow it up. All right, bye.